Welcome to No Hangover Podcast, episode 17. Your favorite host is always Jordan. And it's your boy Eric. We're back for another one. Another one. Uh, been a little bit of a hiatus, but we uh getting back with you guys again. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Am I missing anything, E? On Instagram, hit us up uh No Hangover Podcast on IG. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We all so, um, up. let's see. We've had some some things happen in the past week for the Drake fans out there. Uh, Drake dropped a compilation of um, old loose songs that he had that didn't make albums. Um, name of the compilation is called Care Package. Uh, some of our favorite joints are on there. Club Paradise, Days Free in Spirit. the East, Free Days Spirit. Of, damn, I forgot about that. Days in the East is yeah. on there. I remember. Uh, you know what? That because... I, when we first played that is when what was we the were, first time that I was going up to Pennsylvania when I left right. a month before before we went to college and shit like that right I was working at uh, Tomasino's I don't even know why I said their name but I they was have working some good pizza they yeah. do they do <laughs> I was working there and um, that's when I got big in the SoundCloud yeah and it was I a mean, lot that's of different when it was really like coming right. up like that right and there was a lot of SoundCloud like a lot of artists putting Lucy's out on SoundCloud stuff like that he put. Days in the East was on there. That's when I came across Party Next Door. Is it? Travis has some joints on there. So, but yeah, uh, Days in the East is on there. Uh, Five p.m. or five a.m. in Toronto is on there. One of 4 our favorites. Four p.m. in Calabasas. Four p.m. in Calabasas. Uh, Paris Morton music. That's the crazy thing about Drake, though, is that he could take a whole bunch of Lucy's and make it into an album, an album. and he's going to chart off and that he's shit. And he's, he's probably going to go number one off that, oh, I'm pretty sure. For sure. I mean, it's all great songs on there. He did 120,000 in the first week. I mean, I'm sure he'll go gold in, in two, three weeks' time. Dreams Money Can Buy, I forgot the hand. It's guaranteed to go platinum. And it's crazy because it's all songs that we've had for, what, not all, all of them have been out a decade, but some of them have. Dreams Money Can Buy was when he when first came first, out. Yeah. Uh, what I guess what from Thank Me Later, or uh, in between Thank Me Later and Take Care. But that's the crazy thing is that to us, to for like people for, like that are really into music like that, this is this is old stuff for us. But for like a casual Drake exactly. fan, this might this, this is might all new, new, and they never heard any exactly. of this shit. It's like, oh, the new Drake is like, exactly. right, not necessarily, but right. you know. and that's the power. That's the power of streaming services now. People being able to just add old compilations, even mixtapes, and put them on streaming services like that, and a them lot be of able artists to, have been doing that lately. Exactly, Wiz has done it with a couple yeah. tapes. Um, Chance the rapper just Ch- did it. Chance the rapper did it with all his shit. So. It's like it's kind of like when it went from cassettes to CDs. People who had catalogs from the 70s, 60s started making money again because everything yeah. was produced on CDs again. And revenue started to be generated again. So we're kind of seeing the same thing with uh, the streaming Damn, services. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Labels made a killing when CDs came around because they were able to put everything back on CDs. So when was that? Around what time was that? When Nine, Early 90s? Late 80s? Yeah, because it went from what the forty fours, the little forty uh, fives. I'm sorry, the cassettes, and then it went to CDs. Mm-hmm. It went vinyl, mm-hmm. cassettes, CDs, and now and then Nothing. it went then it went iTunes. Now yeah. we're streaming. Now you're streaming shit. It's right. invisible. It's not there, but it right. is. Right, but back to the Drake thing. We feel like Drake is one of the only artists, if not the only artist, who can take a compilation of his Lucy's 
uh, singles, songs that didn't make his albums and put them together in a compilation and have them shits chart and be great music. But I feel like he's one of the, like, that I can think off the top of my head that really does that. That he'll put singles out that don't make the cut of the album. Like, especially That's from, true. like, Take Care. Like, Club Paradise was a single, but it... And I'm pretty sure I don't know if Free right. Spirit was like that. It was, I think it was a little bit more underground, like a right. little bit like more leak. But he'll do that for every album and songs that you. Oh yeah, that's hot. That's, and it doesn't even make the album exactly. And and those are some of our favorite moments. Even when he when he promoted on his Instagram, that's what he said. It's you know some of our favorite moments put yeah. together in a compilation, like for the 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 real Drake fan that's not just a casual fan. You go look for those things. So you like really. Exactly. Those songs like you hold near and dear to your heart because you feel like you found it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh shit, I'm nobody's up on one. this. I'm yeah. the first one. Like, this is some other shit. You know what I'm saying? So for him to put all that together and put it out in one place where everybody could get it, yeah. I think it's a great thing. There was, I know, I was looking at it. I need to look back at it real quick. But there's a few songs that I thought should have made the cut. But I mean, should it, 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 it is 17 have. songs. I thought Can I should have just. But I'm a can, I, I like that. that song. Can I? No, they should have. They should have put Sweeter Man. Yeah, that's part. Sweeter that's, Man is hard. That's one of my favorite Drake songs. I think that would have done great for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't, but know, it's not like a look that up. But those the songs, the seventeen songs he put on there, like cult classic songs, like his cult fan base. Yeah. Yeah. Sweeter Man kind of is, but it was it was it was overshadowed by that's a super uh, hidden gem i feel like you have hotline to, feel, bling yeah because they came did come out the same time and i thought it was better than hotline bling when it when it first came out too because that came I out like bling better that came out almost a year before views came out yeah that's true so like and i was like i heard both of them i like hotline bling but i sweeter man to me was always i thought it was a better song and it was a little bit more like i don't know just but that all came out around the meek shit around the back to back yeah back to back Damn, it can't, that's the only guy, too, you're going to chart off a of diss song. Exactly. That's what made it so good for him is that he got not, not only not did only, he... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Not only that he dissed the fuck out of Meek Mill and won that, he also fucking... It went number one. He made a fuck ton of money off that shit. It was Grammy nominated. He almost won an really? award off that shit. <laughs> that is what's sick. There you go, off folks. Off a diss song. <laughs> and that's what's so hard with Drake is that he can make a song that everybody's going to love. He gets all different crowds, all different demographics involved and that's why it's so hard to deal with you. He ain't just going to kill you on the streets. He's going to kill you on the main street, uh, on the mainstream tip, yeah. too. You ain't nobody else doing that. No, nobody else not. is doing that. It's not too many people. That's, that to. that's the way that he was, he was able to cross over from and not it like cross over, but not even cross over. Yeah, that's right. He, he crossed over, but didn't in, in a sense. I agree with you. He can walk the chalk. He's on the only, He's one of the only artists that can do that. That's why he's so great. He can sing. And not be completely R&B, and he can rap and not completely be a rapper rapper yeah. either. You know what I'm saying? And well, he I'm trying to think. I mean, what other artists do you think are like that right now that are kind of walking that line? Kanye? Not not as See, not as in-depth singing as as Drake, but and when he put out but I feel like, weights, he changed the style. But I feel like that's where you kind of... Yeah, he did, but the fact that he doesn't really like sing like that or anything, it kind of loses the kind of the pop, the pop to it. Like he just because of like who he is and like the you think that's why the reach was so high with he, songs like that because he's Kanye yeah and I mean just not because he's a great a good singer yeah okay I agree with that but I I think he made great records well, because that he's were even outside said, the box for him yeah he's even said he's not a good singer no he's not and that whole album was auto tune yeah so yeah he's not that's why Drake is like 
they pin him the guy that that's able to do both and walk the chalk because he can really really sing and kill you on some R and B shit. Yeah, but he's a rapper. Like when dude, he wants to spit, he'll spit. Dude got bars. You know what I'm saying? He really can put together some shit. So, but I mean that's man, that's crazy. I mean a lot of it is just you know the type of because there's been people that have been tr- that have tried to do it, but and that can sing and that can also rap. But it's a lot of it too is just the type of like your aura and like right. the way that people gravitate towards you. It's like he has just a different type of you know gravitational pull. Like they, yeah, he, he has like, mass appeal. He does. It, it really does, and mm-hmm. it's just it's crazy how. He has all sides. But back to the compilation, one of the joints on there, we were talking about Free Spirit. That's my shit. Um, with Rick Ross. Rick Ross has an album coming out next week, August 9th. Um, I watched some interviews he's been doing, you know, promoting the album and whatnot. And he just put out the single with Drake, Gold Roses. Mm. They also had the little single, uh, Money in the Grave, that came out not too long ago. And i seen people asking if they think that Drake and Ross as a duo is just as good, if not better, as Jay and Kanye as a duo. Would you agree? Would you? People your, think what, that Rick Ross opinion? and Drake. I've seen some. I've seen some rumblings about it. People hold Drake and Ross's duo to like that standard. No, you don't think I so. I don't think that's close. I don't think the lat the. I don't think this Rick Ross album is going to be all that great. It's probably going to be. I think it. it's going to probably be his worst one. I'm excited. Just for based it. off of the singles and shit like that. I think it's going to be a good album. Ross has one of the best ears for music. He does, and he has—he does have the best. He does have good ear for beats and shit like that. But Jay Z and Kanye is on a different level. That—that's just—I I don't even think they could recreate that shit. That run that they had in you know from like 2011 to 2013, like. I don't, right, right, I don't right, right. think you can. Well, not that, only that's that, probably one of the best. Not only that, their duos. chemistry is, goes back to ninety eight. Oh yeah. I mean, the first joint that Kanye did for Jay Z was "Can't Be Life" with Scarface, Jay Z, and Beanie Siegel on it. Beanie Siegel, I'm sorry, and that was with a um, Teddy P. Um, he was with the Blue Notes. Yeah, when he was with the Blue Notes, they sampled that shit, hard ass sample. But then Blueprint. Heart of the City, Luc- oh, not Lucifer's not on that. Heart of the City, he's got a couple other joints on there. I can't remember all of them. But what I'm trying to say is their relationship goes back so far. You're right. It is hard to compare uh, a Rick Ross and Drake duo to a Kanye and Jay-Z duo because of the dis- discography that Jay-Z and Kanye so, have So if we're doing it just from like this past decade, even even off that. They I can't fuck with Watch the Throne. They can't. It's, I don't yeah. think anybody. That's pro, that is the best Duo. collab album yeah, ever. That is the best collab album, rap collab album ever. Yeah, it is. Everybody tries to live up to that. What a time to be alive. Um, what other joints have? I mean, Future and Thug have done some shit together, but yeah, but that ain't that's a little playful shit. Yeah, I don't. I just, and like I said, the last two, the last two. Uh, Songs that Drake and Rick Ross put out didn't they didn't really do it for me. I, I like Gold Roses. Money in the Money in the Grave is is it's a good song. It's a little. I feel radio. like that's a club hit. Like it's, it's more for the yeah, club. it's more it's more mainstream club. Like you know, what I'm saying they were looking to get that crowd for sure. Yeah. Free Spirit is one of the hardest. Free Spirit is probably Ashley Martin music is or a hard. Lord joint. knows, Lord knows, Lord is a knows hard is. joint. 
So oh, no. I don't think we can deny that they're great together. Oh, definitely. I think they're great together. They make magic. But to sure. try and compare it to But to compare it to Kanye and Jay, tough to do. No can do. Very, very tough to do. I feel like that's not a comparison. Very, I mean, okay, so do. then on that topic, who would you think would be like a top three of collabs as far as like, you know, what they've done together throughout their careers and shit like that and, you know, the songs that they've, you know, been on with each other and like the bars and all that. So obviously uh Kanye and Jay Z would be number one, but who would you be like two or three? Shit, I mean I like Drake and Wayne. I think they're a great duo. Ooh, yeah. Um who else are some great rap duos? That's hard. I don't think this is a they had a good mixtape but Rich Homie and uh Young Thug that that uh Rich Gang. Yeah, that was true. That was a, gr- a great that tape. Was, that was. But that's their only like Yeah, that's the only they thing. They don't even they have did. a relationship anymore. What happened to Rich Homie Kwan? Is he still off? Well, I know that, but it's called the industry. Not everybody can sustain. But he was the only one out of that group not to sustain. That Young Thug, the Migos, him, maybe Pee Wee Longway, but I mean Pee Wee never really touched yeah, mainstream. Yeah. Pee Wee touched the streets. Uh those three guys did. And out of those three um out of those three guys, well Migos too. The Migos. He was the one that, that didn't reach the ceiling. He had the highest ceiling in the beginning though. He had the most reach. Who? Which homie Quan. He was the he was the, the hardest he wasn't the hardest one. Personally, for me, but he, he did had come the, out of the gate. Pretty he came hard out the gate harder yeah, than all of them. He, he you know, he had he had the, the most reach. Yeah, because what he come out with first, fucking uh, um, feel some type of way. What's that? I'm sorry, Rich Homie. He came out with the some type of way was his first mainstream hit, and uh, he had another one with YG and Jeezy, I think. I forget. Every time, honestly, this is kind of a little going back a little bit, but every time someone says Young Jeezy, I think of that uh, uh, Soul Survivor when R. Kelly's bringing Young Jeezy and your boy K. That's my shit. I love that song. I love that song. That shit is hard as fuck. We gonna drop all day, play all night. This is the life of a, the life of a go getter. They keep on trying to get him too. They won't let him sleep. They won't give him any fucking breathing room. Who? R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly. He's sitting in jail right now. Is he? Yeah. They, <laughs> they keep denying his bail. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not funny. It's a, it's very fucked up what's going on, but the, they're not letting this man breathe. They'll no, hit him no, one no. right after the other. He got off. Nope. We found more charges. I'm just like, damn, they don't, they're not giving him a break. Right, right. <laughs> but back to the duos. Um, so we said, we said Kanye, Jay, we said... Drake, Rick Ross, we said Drake, Wayne, and another one that I think is a great duo is Wayne and T-Pain. I feel like we forget about the run they had in 2008, 2009. Eh. They had some hits. Yeah, but I wouldn't put them up there like that. Why? Because they didn't sustain? I mean, it wasn't like anything like super what? like groundbreaking or anything like that to me at least. Like I feel like Drake and Wayne, they that shit was like, oh fuck, like we're seeing something special right now. Yeah. With Jay and Kanye yeah, at the beginning of this decade, like we're seeing something special right now. I agree. Drake or Lil Wayne and fucking T Pain, that was nice. They had his like it was fun, but like it's not like oh like we're like we're not gonna see this anytime soon. With 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 those other ones, it's like yeah we're not like 
who who's coming up that's going to be able to you know that the fact that their careers were like lined up how they were that they were both kind of like at the top right now like they were kind of fighting for who's number one as far as like rap and hip-hop and shit and then they come together and made that fucking watch the throne and it's just like bow like wow like i agree yeah that's like batman and superman making an album honestly Teaming up, saving the world and exactly. shit. Actually, man, I know we've talked about it before, but the way that I watched the throne, like, cause I re-downloaded it onto my phone and I went back and listened to the whole thing a couple times. I was like, that shit is fucking. Kanye said ridiculous. he did that album just to just to get Kim Kardashian. It like wor- facts. Like I don't know if he was making a joke or not, but he really did say that. I went and got Jay Z and did an album just so she you know, <laughs> would notice me. Damn. Yeah, but uh, I think they're the best rap duo to ever do it. Yeah, you're not gonna get an argument from me on that one. Yeah. That one's that's. I don't think too many people have a pushback on that. But if you do, please let us know. We'd love to uh, compare it, talk about it, review it, all that good. Is there stuff. anything else new coming out soon? Ross, drops. I feel like it's like yeah, it's already the end of summertime. Like people, are, I feel like people are gonna start dropping like in like September, October, November time. It wasn't that good of a summer. It really wasn't. It I was, was kind of quiet. It was kind of quiet. I was surprised because we, we were expecting a lot of people to drop during the summer. Um, compared to last year, it was crazy. I mean, you had all that yay shit. You had, we'll say, all of good music basically dropped, yeah. besides Big Sean. Um, which that, those singles that he's dropped to are yeah. kind of. I like Overtime. I don't like Single Again. Um, Drake dropped last year it was crazy. Nas, Jay, and Beyonce. Didn't Nas just drop another one this summer? Though? Yeah, Lost Tapes Two came out, which I like. It's not. Something that has a lot of replay value, I yeah. would say, but I, I like the couple joints off of it. I've never really been big into Nas like that anyways. And it's funny you bring up Nas, because Lost Tapes is exactly what that Drake compilation kind of is, except it's unheard music. Yeah, It's a lot of loose songs that didn't make albums over the course of the Yeah, uh, like I, I think it was you that was listening to an interview. I heard, like, yeah. I, was, I, I like overheard it. And the songs range from 2007, I believe, till now. So some of them songs were made over 10 years ago added to the album and in the interview that i watched with nas um the, the interview i watched was nas on drink champs you should go check that out nori dj efn but he said that he has enough for two and three like a lost tapes two and three i'm sure i'm yeah, sorry I mean, three he, and four because this was he, lost tapes how two. long i mean he's been around when he first dropped 94 so i mean he's probably got endless amounts of fucking illmatic Hey, shout out 94, the year I was born. 96 it was written. From 94, you got to think, when Nas came in the game, he kind of was real street and raw. Mm -hmm. He he did a good job of bringing you to Queensbridge, the projects, and making you feel it. 96, when he put out It Was Written, he went more, he got the streets involved, but he kind of went more mainstream and got the radio play. He did mm-hmm. If I Ruled the World with Lauren, with Lauren Hill and, and, you know, touch yeah. more people with that. So that was like the ascendance of Nas from street guy to, you know, like political issue type yeah. guy. More in the public eye and shit, exactly. trying to make a difference with Talking his about shit. kids in Africa, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Which that is, like, I've never really listened to Nas like that. I've never really been into him, but that is something that I've always liked about him, that he is pretty aware of, what, and he tries he to put out some type of message at he least. Is. But so. I also heard somebody talk, uh, talk, I was talking to this about, I was talking to my barber about Nas when Lost Tapes 2 came out. And he's like, yeah, I'm more of a J fan. I like Nas, but Nas sometimes, he's, he contradicts himself for me. 
because he he'll give you like the street side like you know yeah. the projects but then he goes and talks about political issues and kids being affected in Africa so he can't figure out if Nas is the street guy or is he the guy that's you know righteous you know civil rights yeah, movement type I mean, cat you know what I'm saying I mean that's something that I mean you've brought up to me I mean that's I mean that's how he was brought up so you're always gonna Who? have you that oh. like the, you know when you get brought up in that type of environment you I forget who we were talking about but you know when you get brought up in that type of environment you're always going to have uh, that little bit of oh we were talking about LeBron James that's what it oh, was. Yeah, yeah. that and you're so- always going to have that little bit you know that little edge little street to you whatever right, no matter right, how right. big you get like if that's what you grow up in like that is going to be a part of you like no matter you know yeah. so it's like you can leave the hood but the hood never truly leave you, you know boom what I'm saying? and i've heard a lot of that None of us are from the hood. I, I don't want to make that seem like we are, but um, me more so. I have a lot of family who are from areas like that, so you know, I have. Yeah. A, I feel like I have a better understanding of it, and I've visited some of them areas. I have family in some of them areas, so I kind of, I kind of get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. definitely. I'm not from the hood. Suburbs kid. Worked. Right. I've worked around places that are kind of shitty, but you right, know, right. it's different when you're just you know there for an hour or so, and then oh you, yeah. You're ready to go, but I mean that's it. Right. I mean, Orlando's not it's not as bad as some other places, but there's some pretty sketchy places down here in Orlando. Like there's some places that I, I'd rather not walk around by myself or shit like oh, that. Yeah, like if I'm so. driving, that's one thing, but like, and I mean I feel like I'm a pretty big dude, take care of myself. But there's just some places, you know, it's just better to steer clear from. Right. Right. Well, um, we can talk about something that we disagree on that we that you just brought up. We both brought up. I think Ross is going to have an exceptional 10th album. I believe it is. Yeah, this is his 10th album. 10th? Damn. Yeah. And Why it's, is it's, that? Why do you think that? Listen, and this Because I'm his just, last album wasn't a bad album. It was a good album. And the what album was his last that, album again? Uh, damn. Rather You Than Me was his last album. Uh, see, I don't he, know. What? Like, Idols, Idols Become Your Rivals, Apple of My Eye, Santorini. Um, if the game was based off sympathy, the joint he got with Future and Yo Gotti and Jeezy. See, I don't know. I don't remember because that came out what 2016, right? I like that's when we lived together the first yeah, time in the apartment. I remember when he dropped that single with a Ty Dolla Signs. Hard. What did it remind you of? Uh, what did it remind me of? Uh, was it Amsterdam? No, not Amsterdam. It was something off deep, deeper than rap. Deeper than was it? Damn, I say Maybe shit. The John, I don't even the John Legend, sometime. the John Legend, joint. magnificent. Yeah. Ooh, that's my shit. But did it did it have nah, that feel? Or am I eh. wrong? He just he, the thing is is that he like we were talking about that he just has a great like ear for beats and he picks like a lot of elegant shit like Oil Money Gang. Man, right. that's my fucking shit. Him and Jada Kiss get on that and yeah. fucking Kiss is a beast. He is. He is that raspy shit. Jada or SP. Styles P. Most people would say Jada. I don't know. I've been listening. But you like SP? I've been, you, I've been you listening become a fan it, of SP it, it, because and he did a uh, he did a collab album with Dave East, and I listened Not to, to and, I, and I like that shit. I was right. listening and, I, and like I had I had known a Styles P, but I didn't. What probably like I want to say like probably three years ago is when I really started. When was it three years ago? For when he was when uh, uh, fucking P Diddy dropped that. Uh, Money making Mitch mixtape. Yeah, that was 2015. So yeah, three years ago, four right. years ago. Right. 
And that's when I really I'm like, oh shit, all right, like he's got he like right super predator. He's on yeah. there with Joy Badass. He is. He is. He kind of like I don't I don't want to say make a comeback, but he like I don't know like rejuvenated his career a little bit with a lot of like these like younger rappers that are more like that are not like SoundCloud mainstream rappers that are still like that like you know thuggish street well, what, shit and what I think people don't realize is what the new generation of rap did is it kind of reopened that niche and that role for the OG rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it made them more relevant because now they can really own their lane because there's a difference. Either, yep. either it's the little Uzi type rap now or it's that. So now you have to pick which one you want. You know what I'm saying? They're more yeah. relevant because they're holding down that lane. You dig what I'm saying? Is this man ever going to drop any little Uzi Vert? I don't really fuck with him, but everybody, like, and you, you tell me he's talented, he's this, that, but he hasn't dropped, sh- like. He is talented. I think you agree that he's talented. I don't think you think he's the best artist. I don't, man. You don't think he's talented at all? <sighs> I remember when you first sent me um, Love is Rage. Right. And I listened to it, and it just didn't really do anything for me. Right. And. That was the first time I heard Lil Uzi Vert. I'm like, eh, like it's whatever. Like I had it, I had it already downloaded, so it's in my library. But it's not something I go back to and listen to. Okay. Wow. Then I listened. Then when I, the second time I really like, I had already known him. He was already coming up. Was when that the bad and uh, bad and bougie verse, oh, and yeah, he fucking terrible. that was horrendous. Every DJ in the club cut the, kept, that shit it was cut bad and bougie right when his verse come on. Terrible. Well, let's not let's not base it off that. Let's but base then, it like, off a song you like. Neon Guts. But I like it because of Pharrell. Right. I like didn't the, know Pharrell was on it at first. When I first played it, you didn't, be honest. I didn't, but... Okay. So you and you knew it was an Uzi song. Yeah, I mean... So would you say he's talented on that song? He has flashes of talent? I don't think he's the greatest artist. I agree with you. But I think he is talented. I think he has... Flashes of talent. I think he has some songs here and there that'll be like, oh no, it, okay. and it's also hard. I mean, when you work with Pharrell, I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard to sound bad. But you didn't know that was Pharrell on that song at first when you heard it. And that's true. But at the like, I mean, I, we can I go back and forth on this. I don't know. Yeah. I just <laughs> see, but I like them. I like some of their joints. I like Playboy Cardi. I think he got some hard joints. And that, but that's the thing, though. Like you, and we've gone back and forth about it. You can have a hard joint, and you could be like, you could have that, you know, that banger and shit. But that don't mean that doesn't mean well, we're not be, talking goat talk right now. No, I'm not talking goat. I'm just talking right, about right, being right. like, I'm just like, there's there's a lot of those rappers that you know they have like like a great example is Takashi Six Nine. He had fucking bangers, and but bro, was he ass? Like he was ass. Like he need like. So you could have the bangers and you could have that appeal and like draw the masses, but that doesn't mean like you're talented. You just have an appeal about you and you have, you know, a certain personality type that people are drawn to. Right. I agree. But I, I think Lil Uzi is talented compared to 6 9 Because I've heard Lil Uzi rap, like really rap on some songs. See, I haven't really. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he has, he has that part too. But they're conscious of what their generation of fans want to hear mm-hmm. and they want to hear that you know that fucking that, nonsense that nonsense <laughs> that 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 mumble that stupid rap you know what i'm saying yeah, and i don't want to sound like the old guy like get off my lawn type shit but and like, we're not we're just in between we have a, we have a, a a good sense of the old generation but kind of came up with some of this newer shit yeah like and like we came up like right in like the transition 
Yeah, like, we did. Well, we, we from kinda, like from like oh seven. The transition was when we got out of high school. I feel like. But you could kind of see it, kind of, kind of going in that direction. Because when when was the first time you heard the Migos? Because I remember, like, I remember you playing it in in the when you had the Cobalt. The uh, damn, what song was it? The freestyle? No, 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 no. It was it was early, like one of their first mixtapes. I think it was Wild. It might have been. It might have been. But I remember you hearing, and I'm just like, uh, like it was nice. It bumped, but I didn't really think much of it. And then well, two years later, they're over here fucking doing the damn thing. Three years later, they're over here taking over the rap game. Yeah, now they're they're some of the biggest artists. Like they, they have they have worldwide worldwide reach. They do day, daytime television. They headliners. They haven't come out with. Oh, they came out with that stripper bowl not too long ago. But I was gonna say that in like 2007. 2008 is when you kind of really started seeing, like, not really started seeing, but when the transition started happening from, like, you know, like a more like a more serious style of rap, and then people taking it into like a more playful style and like into what it is now, like where it's more mainstream and it's you know more for you know you know for kind of I wouldn't say for everybody to hear, but you know it's a more of a mainstream style of rap. Okay. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but like, cause what? Pretty, I mean, from when we were in high school, I feel like that. I feel like that's a that's a a great a great time in rap and hip hop was in from two thousand from two thousand ten to twenty fourteen. That right. was a great time in rap, right? Well, that was the Young Money run. That was the beginning of Good Music run. That mm-hmm. was MMG's run. That was we had. You're right. We had a lot of great music. A lot of great artists that are revered as greats now mm-hmm. putting in the work at that point like that was yep, yep. that was really like the start of their greatness where we could see the development in them and you know they mm-hmm. were really added it at that point so sure. yeah we definitely went to high school at a, at a in a great time period and got to experience a lot of great different hits a lot of great different artists facts facts for sure music is a great thing music is a great thing we were talking about this the other day too when we were we were listening to music soul child and you were telling me because I mean he's been out for a while. Two thousand was yeah, his first. Yeah, that's when you. But I didn't get put onto him because I didn't. Know, we were talking about a lot of the shit that I've like as far as like rap yeah, yeah, and yeah. like hip hop and R and B is a lot of stuff I had to look for myself. And I so think I, we need to give you credit there because I think you. I think we both have great ears, but and I have a very experimental ear. But you might be more a little bit more exper- experimental than me because you always had to go out and find it on your own. I found what I liked on my own, but it was always. More of it was given to me. Yeah. You know, I was forced to hear it in a sense and be like, oh, yeah. okay, what, what is this? I like it. You had to, you know, go out there and really find it. And yeah. Well, because, like, I didn't, I didn't you know. You didn't have music. the influences. Yeah, that I, I didn't I really know Music Soul Child was a thing until, like, 2011. And yeah. he was already 10 years in the game like that. So I was like, that. so, like, the thing with me, like, is that then that gave me like a whole fucking 10 years of music that he's put out that I'm able to go back and listen to. And that's, like, why, like, I, like, Obviously, I like listening to new music, and you know I want to you know stay updated. But like, if I miss something and I listen to something two years later, I'm not like is I I see that as like a gem because now I have so much shit that I can go back to and listen to and kind of like really like appreciate the progression in an artist's career because like you can listen from the beginning to where they're at now, and you know a matter of like a two two days a week or whatever, and you can really listen to the you know how they started where they were at to like to the point where they at when you started listening to them and shit so that's something that as far as like 
just finding or not finding the music, just yeah, music in general is like you can if you could pick something up, listen to it whenever, and it's you know you're able to go back and really take a deep dive into their shit. Well, that's the beautiful thing about music. Good music is timeless. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes music doesn't always hit you right away. It might hit you years later. Or you might not come across it until years later. And it feels like it's, it's perfect new. for you in that exactly. moment. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's so, why I love that shit. And sometimes that, that's just like the way the universe works. Like you come across things when you're supposed to come across things. I'm a firm believer in that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I was supposed to hear this. Mm-hmm. Or we'll be talking about something and a song will come on and be like, hey, shit. <laughs> that happened the other day. And when we were in the garage, <laughs> yeah. right? A song came on that was in shuffle that just related to something yeah. that we were speaking about. And it made the conversation hit even that much harder yeah, it did. you know what i'm saying because it feels like okay well shit yeah that's funny that is funny as fuck right. life is a crazy thing right but on that same topic because you and also today you're playing uh jill scott in the car i wish there was more r&b artists like that jill like Scott's that a beast too right shit. i don't think people really realize how great of a writer jill scott is that song i played for you was was a hard joint i mean mm-hmm she was talking about a nigga changing her life, blessing her. You know what I'm saying? What that do? Right, but in like a, a a beautiful way. She was singing on. No, it, honestly, you know yeah, honestly, like if you weren't li- if you weren't really listening to the words, you never would have picked exactly. that shit. Exactly, I had to run it back. I said, listen, listen to what she's saying. Yeah, on this. and that, and I needed me personally. I need to do that a lot because I'm not one that listens to lyrics first. Like right. I I listen to the music first, and if it catches me like that, then you know I'll start listening to it more, and then I'll start picking shit up as far as like the All lyrics right. and stuff. But that when you you played it back, I'm like, oh fuck, right. life changing shit. She's right, talking right. about some life changing shit. Is, yeah, she's <laughs> a great poet, man. She really is. She's always been. I've always been a, a big Jill Scott fan. Like, that's my girl since I was young, and that's a uh, uh, thanks to my dad. Played her all the time. I came up on all that music. Soul Child, Jill Scott, Maxwell, Anthony Hamilton. Um, shit, who am I missing? Fuck, I'm gonna say it. R. Kelly. Um, hey. Hey, he does make some good music. I'm not. I'm not his biggest fan. I never like. I've always thought he was a little overrated. But he does. He does. He's got some. He's got some shit. He's got, he's got some, some shit. shit. He got some shit. that'll make you get up and dance. Yeah. Step he's a step. He's a stepping king. And they gonna make you step. He Midwest cat. Stepping is a Midwest thing. Chicago, Detroit, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. Like that's that's big out there. Who else was part of that movement? Erica Badu. Did I mm-hmm. say her? No, you didn't. Erica Badu is big on that neo soul movement. Yeah. I like a girl by the name of Corinne Bailey Ray. Corinne Bailey Ray is a great artist. Um, she new? She's not new. She no. she's been out for some time. I don't know how long she's been out. She was when I first heard her, it was like oh six oh seven. Yeah. And um, who I heard her through was John Legend. John Legend. John Legend a had a song beast. with her and, and kind of like showcased yeah. her. And then that's when she started coming out with, with singles and stuff like that. But my dad was also a big fan of her, so I, I got to listen to a lot of her, uh, different joints from her. She's very talented. You know, it's funny, I actually, I actually put my dad onto John Legend. Yeah, you're you're a big John Legend fan. I'm I, not that big I of a John, John Legend, Legend fan. I love John Legend. My dad, lucky ass dude. He got he I, I forget where it was exactly, but he got to see like a more private show of John. I think it was like a venue of like 200 people. Intimate. Intimate. I'm like, damn, lucky you. Right. When I seen Anderson Pack, I felt like I, I got. That was my first sense. Well, of you life. said he came out into the crowd and shit, right? Too, exactly. yes, yeah, shit. Because it was it was outside an amphitheater, right? At an amphitheater, yes, sir. Bro, that shit, my dude. Yes, sir. We had great seats. I was right by the stage, man. He was put on an exceptional show. 
I appreciate artists like that. Full band up there, you know what I'm saying? Saying every song all the way through. Put the fucking time into that shit. Put the time into it. Came out in the crowd, in the crowd, made everybody feel involved. You know what I'm saying? Drinks was flowing. It was a good time. Anderson Pack's a groovy fuck. Very groovy. groovy Very groovy. He just put out a new song uh, with YBN Corday on YBN Corday's album. I don't want to talk about. I feel like he's a he's he's got great potential. Feel like he's one of them them guys. He's up next to like have a big impact. Bro. A J Cole, a Kendrick, a Drake type you impact. Think it's on that level. Yeah, he, oh, he shit. and he has that respect from his peers. He's twenty one, mm-hmm. and he came out of. I don't know if you're familiar with YBM, but it's that YBM Almighty J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, YBM Namir, like they're like more of the young generation, yeah. like the street kind of playful type shit. But street he, pop, street pop, <laughs> boom. But he can—he's—he's he's your rapper's rapper. Like he can really rap. He makes you think. He's a smart kid. Um, he's got a great sense for music. Like he—he he picked really, really great beats on the album. I haven't fully like sat with it, but I sat with it enough to know that he put together some good shit. Um, he was in the studio with Dre, Puff. When did he put that? He's out? got. Quincy Jones on his album. Oh shit! <laughs> talking fuck. on his album. Oh fuck! Yeah, it That's came a out a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks That's ago. That's a great cosign. Fuck. Yeah, he's really talented, man. So, Damn, for those I, of you who don't know him, definitely go check out YBN Corday. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a dive he's, into uh, that shit. He's very J Cole esque. In fact, to me, on some songs, he 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 kind of sounds like him. Maybe not sounds like him, but gives you the, a, a similar feeling, which for me is a good thing because I'm a big J Cole fan. Speaking of J. Cole um, and new music that came out, I feel like that Revenge of the Dreamers 3 was a great album. I feel like that kind of came and went for some people, but I feel like it was a, it was a great great compilation. <laughs> I should probably uh, go back and listen to it. I didn't really give it like a good listen. The music they used on that, like instrumentation, the production yeah. that they used on that, the, the features, um, how everybody kind of meshed together. I think it was a wonderful project, man. Yeah, no. Like, I listened to, like, what? Because it's been, like, a month now since it's been out, right? Right, yeah. So, I like, the first close time. Close to that. Yeah, the first time. I, three weeks. Really, the only time I listened to it. I listened, like, the first, like, I want to say six or seven songs I just was not feeling. And what was that? The the Wells Fargo? I hated that song. I thought yeah, that Wells song. Wells Fargo is for the younger generation. Yeah, I thought that shit was trash. But then after that, like, Track eight or seven, eight, nine, ten. Like it's a little bit more like soulful, a little right, bit more R and B, and that's where it started catching me. And then at the end, it kind of like it kind of picked up a little bit. But like, I don't think we get a J Cole album this year because of that. J Cole's all over that Revenge of the Dreamers album, so I feel like we don't get a J Cole album. Maybe he's, trying to, maybe he's trying to fucking just start pumping that shit out. How old is he now? Like thirty three, thirty four? Yeah, but you might be right because we've seen a big change in J Cole mm-hmm. this past year. He's done so many features. I mean, features with Young Thug, features with Moneybag, yeah, features been, with Offset. He's you know been kind of like, he's been doing like more of the like, just, you know, being in the public eye and shit. And he's getting out of his shell in a sense. Mm-hmm. He even said that as an artist, like, you know, for me to continue to grow and not be bored with this shit, I kind of like, I got to change shit up. I got to get out of my shell. I got to do things that make me feel uncomfortable to make me better as an artist and better as a person. You know what I'm saying? So, it's all about stepping out of that comfort zone, seeing exactly. who you are as a person, exactly. where you're at in life. That's kind of like a reevaluation process, kind of. It seems. I agree. I agree. So hey. I'm excited for what he's been doing. Um, I'm just listen because it's already the end of the summer. You know, times times are ticking for you. We know, haven't got too many things. That's what I'm saying. Like, like real summer joints. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? We really I feel didn't. like Khaled's album was a disappointment. 
I look to Khaled every summer for yeah for that joint. I mean, he. I mean, what he does though is he just gets an all star cast of fucking artists and then just puts some shit together. It doesn't really have any type of like I don't real fluidity to it though. I think people take away from Khaled's greatness when they say that. I mean, it's obviously a lot of great artists put together and um, great songs come out of that. But I feel like he puts more work into it than people think. I, I feel I, like it's just that. I feel like the way he arranges it. I feel like I just didn't like. I haven't listened to he it. He invokes that out of artists. I'm, I'm sure he tells them what he wants from them oh, on yeah. those songs, and he he bridges the gap. and I agree with you. He probably does. He's probably a lot more involved than people give him credit for. But at the same time, it's like when you have the ta- type of talent that he's working with, it's like it makes his job a lot easier. I agree. I agree. And, and for I this one, this past one was a little underwhelming compared to what he went. Twenty sixteen, yeah, Major when he key. dropped fucking Major Key, that shit was. I felt like that had a lot more fucking like in your face, like oh, like a lot more songs that you you, you get agree. to put on repeat and well, a lot had, more replay. Value. I got the keys he got for free on that. That he had the J Cole joint. Mm-hmm. I feel like that Bryce Holy, in the Future song is a great song. Holy Key with fucking uh, Big, Big Sean, Sean and Kendrick. Yep, and uh, I forget the girl's name. Um, but then that fucking yes. the what the one that he put out before this one with uh, wild uh, wild uh, wild thoughts wild thoughts and Sean with Beyonce and right. that and one was the joints. It wasn't fucking good man with Pusha T and fucking Jada Kiss is fucking it's very whew. hard. Very hard. Whew. I like Billy Ocean off that album too. Yeah, that's a good one too. Ray, Travis Ray Scott Con and and uh, Fat Joe. Trey Con- or Travis Scott, uh, Tra- <laughs> Travis Scott. He had the that shit with Lil Wayne on Major Key, and then he also had the tourist. Uh, yeah, and then he had a uh, song with Nas on this on the not on this one. No, on, on the one before this. Uh, all my life, I see everything. Yeah, da, 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 da. Fuck oh yeah, 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 I know you're talking about. I forget the name. Oh of it. man, I'm gonna have to look. But shit up that Major Key album was hard to top. I mean, he had not the Nas joint on there. Nas album done. He had a lot. He had oh, he Don't Play Yourself. The J. Cole shit, too. Did the you J. Say Cole that interlude. I think I said that, but yeah. that's hard. I remember when you first heard that. He's like, man, is this nigga about to retire? Well, he's, shit? Well, <laughs> he's, well, he's, he was fucking with people. Yeah. He had some bars like, we haven't, it was the first time we heard J. In Cole since, since uh, 2014. Four yeah. Right? And like, he was out of public eye, out of music for a good two he years. He was fucking in his feelings on that Right. One. And then he's like, he said some shit. About now, I flirt with thoughts of retirement. Said all he I did, can yeah. say. He said, "Said all I can say." Now I flirt with thoughts of retirement. See, but J Cole he a, came with for your eyes only. J Cole, I feel like if anybody were to do it from that class, he would be the one to call it quits early and just say, "Fuck it!" Like I've done what I've done. Like I've made my money. I've made my mark. Like if he were to retire today, like I feel like his legacy is already set. I don't really think there's much more that he I don't can think do. He is the one from the group because he's the he's the best musician. Out of the group. Well, as far as rapping, he might because okay. he can okay. he keep he, he produces a lot right. and shit like that. So he might still he obviously will still stay in in that. I mean, that's what he does. Right. That's what he, he went to school for that. Shit. Like that's what he does. So it's right. like he will stay in it. But as far as like being in the public eye and you know rapping and this and that whatever, I feel like he would be the first out of them to retire and be like call it quits as far as that and then just kind of fall and kind of be more like a Q tip that he's still involved. But he does more like he'll pop in here and there. And he'll help with production and shit like that. But he's gonna like fall back and Tip, do his beast. Man, I just started. I think I'm gonna, I'm getting on another Bombay, Bombay kick soon. Nah, I seen you. Yes. I seen you pumping back on the wave. I, I love some fucking. I'm, I'm I'm dark for life. 
I like to I switch a, it up. Nah, I had a light phase for a minute, and I might go back. But I definitely had, like, when I was drinking a lot of light liquor. See, but the for thing with... a year straight almost. The thing with light liquor, though, is that if... If I don't do it right, or if, if I have like if I don't mix my drinks right, that light liquor will give me a hangover like no other. I'll wake up with a fucking pounding yeah, that headache. Dark, that dark liquor stick to your bones, it's like <laughs> fucking oatmeal. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I think I'm gonna get on another on another Bombay kick. I love some gin. I'll drink that shit straight on the rocks. Oof, that's some that will put some hair on your chest. No hangover. Man, you've been watching a lot of movies recently. I definitely have been watching a lot of movies uh, movies lately. A lot of Tarantino flicks. A lot of like Academy Award winning movies, critically acclaimed shit. Um, some of the joints I've watched recently. I'll start with the Tarantino flicks. Um, Reservoir Dogs, which I believe was his first movie, came out in 92. Um, what else have I watched? I watched Inglorious Bastards. Great fucking Completely movie. for the first time last week. Great fucking movie. Great movie. Uh, I think he did a good job uh, with that one. What else? I watched Django Unchained for like the fifth time again the other night. What's another one I watched? What other joint does he have? Pulp Fiction. Have you seen that recently? Pulp Fiction. I didn't watch Pulp Fiction recently. Pulp Fiction. I didn't, but I've seen Pulp I went Fiction back, what? a few times. It had to be when we first moved in here. No, it was, it was, when I watched it, well, I, I was re-watching it, was, it, though. It was like three months ago, maybe four months ago. Was yeah, it really? It wasn't when we first moved in. Well, maybe I'm off, but we've only been here seven months. So, I've only been back in the state for eight months. Honestly, shit. It seems like so much longer, though. Twenty twenty is upon us. Oh my god! Don't you fucking. What you mean? <coughs> I'm not even. You better start thinking about get, it. This year, I'm still trying to get by this year. <coughs> Are we gonna get by? <coughs> well, not like happen. not get by in the sense of like, but like, I'm. I don't know. I'm but just like, like, I'm not trying to think too far ahead. Like, I like I, who was it that I was talking about? I feel like I always have conversations with people. I never forget who the fuck I'm talking to. I never remember who I'm talking to, but uh, it is crazy how it is already. The summer's over. Fucking, we're on the tail end of 2019, and time moves fast. Every year, the older we get, the faster it goes. Honestly, that's so scary. But back to the movie thing. Um, the reason why I've been on this slew of Tarantino movies is because I want to see the new one that he just put out with DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Margot Robbie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, sir. I really want to go see that. So, And I will be going to see that very soon. But I, Sometimes I like to get like... I know Tarantino movies, but I really wanted to watch them. Yeah. To kind of like connect the dots on shit. Well, yeah, I mean, it, and it gives you kind of like... It puts you in that mood that... What I noticed about Tarantino is some of his movies, he literally puts the, puts them together like a book. Yeah, like he like even lists, yeah. he'll list the chapters. And... For those of you who have seen The Hateful Eight, he literally like stops the movie and explains the last scene that happened so it makes sense to you for what's going to go on in the next scene. You know, you haven't yeah. seen The Hateful Eight? I always fall asleep at the same part. Yeah. I always get through like the first well, there's a There's a part where somebody poisons the coffee mm-hmm. and he stops it right before he goes to the next scene. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, and, really it's not because this movie's been out for a minute. Right, and so. breaks down who actually witnessed the coffee being poisoned and who actually knows who the coffee poisoner is. But there's a twist in that. 
So it's it's, it's a great movie. I, everybody should definitely check that yeah, one. Yeah, I always fall asleep at the same part. My I fuck up because well, the first ten I, I minutes always, is him in the snow. Yeah, so I fuck up though because I always it, watch it late at night. Like I always ended up turning. It's not on a late. movie to fall asleep to. I no. figured that out. <laughs> yeah, because I tried it a couple times and I kept falling asleep. That first ten minutes in the snow will get you. You'll it fall does. asleep right there. But I do want to watch though, and I'm pretty sure they still have it on Netflix. Is uh, Dusk Till Dawn with uh, George Clooney and Sama Hayek. Haven't seen it. I've I've and the same thing. I've attempted to watch it a few times, but my ass, I would just watch it late and I'll fall asleep or some shit. And so I haven't watched the whole thing, but this this is a good one. Another one that I know is on Netflix. Yeah, it's a lot of good movies that I've seen lately. Other than the Tarantino movies, I've watched. Um, let me think about some movies that have some. Like I don't know. Probably Quentin Tarantino. My favorite ones from him though are probably Pulp Fiction, Django, and. And uh, Inglorious Bastards. I think I would agree. Those are probably my three favorite. I don't know if they're his best, but they're my favorite. My my personal favorite. My favorite is Django Unchained. That movie is great. I feel like that was his best movie thus far. For me. I think he does a great job. The fact that he makes a slave superhero, incredible. He really does. There's not too many slaves that ride away in the sunset with the girl on the horse. That you know blue saying? suit that he was wearing too was funny that shit as fuck. Was. But when he dresses like Calvin Candy at the end, that shit is hard. When they come in, yeah, that's <laughs> such a good movie. Where were you watching it at? In my room. No, but like on what? On the tube, cuz. On the tube. It was yeah. a good quality. Yes. For real. It wasn't excellent, and and I'm real particular with shit like yeah. that. But it was good enough. Like that shit is pretty good. Damn, I might watch that then. Watch it because you just you just stream it from your phone and put it onto your no. Because I can I can put it from my phone and then I have an option that I could uh, Bluetooth oh, yeah, it can. to my to you my can. Roku You're and right. then it streams from there. I probably could do that too, but I have not done that. I just use YouTube straight on the Roku. I app. mean that that works too. I feel like it's better. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. That, I mean, it's it's all the same. But shit. it's all the same. You're yeah. right. Um, but yeah, one of his best joints for sure. But back to what I was saying. Aside from the Tarantino flicks. I've watched uh, Dallas Buyers Club, which is a movie about a Never guy. Seen it. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. What's her name? Jennifer Gardner. Uh huh. Who else is in it? Jared Leto went to Oscar. So does uh, Matthew McConaughey want to Oscar for that? That's the thing. I need to. Say, and you've and been he lost, doing it. He lost a lot of weight for that movie. For real. He plays a good role. You know, he's a he's a he's a cat that. Is in a rodeo. He fucking rides bulls all day, mm-hmm. drinks all day, fucks hookers all day, and then he contracts a disease and has to find a cure for himself. Basically, Jennifer Gardner's the doctor. She's the one that kind of helps him. She's kind. She's a doctor, but she seems more like a nurse practitioner, or a PA in the movie. She's like you know, you know, what a nurse practitioner is or, or uh, a nurse a practitioner. PA? I mean. A physician's associate, like so, they're basically like almost like a doctor, but not a doctor. Like they're like the doctor's right hand, but they can write prescriptions. All right, that's what I figured. I didn't know for sure, but I mean, that's kind of like that's what just kind of like the first thing that came to my head. Exactly, I figured I'd just get the answer out of you. (laughs) That's what it is. So that's what the position she plays in the movie. Anyways, I don't give it all up. But Jared Leto plays uh, a gay guy who's a cross dresser. He's basically all the way. And um, has AIDS too. Him and Matt, Matthew McConaughey meet, and Matthew finds a cure for this shit, basically, or some shit that helps him. That's not FDA approved, 
So he has to deal with the FBA and all kind of shit. You should watch it. Another good one, Philadelphia. Another guy, a movie about a guy with AIDS. Um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. My mom loves Tom Hanks. My mom Denzel loves Washington. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is an, uh, a lawyer who wrongfully gets fired from his law firm and um, goes to Denzel Washington, who is another lawyer at a different law firm, and Denzel represents him. And Very good movie. You should watch that one, too. Bro, you over here. But you I could, feel like... You could give, like... A I don't and, and you I, explain I, movies well. You give enough without giving too much. I appreciate that. I'm not trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to walk the line yeah. on that. That's what I'm trying You're to say. You're walking it very well. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. I'm tiptoeing. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm pretty sure, and somebody should look this up for me. Tom Hanks wins the Academy Award for Philadelphia. Either he wins one or he's nominated. I feel like he didn't completely deserve an award. I would rather seen Denzel win it or even Antonio Banderas, who plays his partner in the movie. And I feel like he plays a gay partner really well, especially dealing with somebody who has AIDS. Like he's like extra compassionate and kind of emotional. That's a that's a star studded cast. It is star studded. And it's Antonio Banderas playing uh, not a masculine role. That nigga Zorro. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I think that shows his range more as an actor. Uh, yeah. Tom Hanks plays a gay guy too. He does it decently, but I don't know. That's just Academy my Award for Best Actor, Tom Hanks. Told you. Golden Globe Award for Best Actor, Tom Hanks. Usually, if you win the Golden Globe, you win the Oscar. Golden Globe is first. MTV Movie Award for Best Male Performance, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Clean Sweep for There's Philadelphia. And I feel like it progressed fast. Like, the Glad Media I wanted to Award see it to be a longer movie. Film. If it was a good two and a half hours, I felt like it would How be better. How long was it? Hour and 40-something minutes. That's kind of short. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They, they go through the trial quick. It's only like two times in trial. Two, three times Damn, in trial. Damn, that is really short. That is a short movie. Yeah, so he, I feel like he, he dies quicker than you think, too. Oh, I'm sorry, I gave that part well, I mean, up. <laughs> he fucking, he's got fucking. What you said? He has AIDS. Yeah, he had AIDS. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's you, yeah. You can't, can't beat that. You can only assume. Right. Anyways, good movie on the strength of Tom Hanks. Using another joint I watched. I've been watching movies, cause I'm trying to tell you. I need to catch up. I've been fucking. I watched Clash of the Titans last night. <laughs> I haven't watched that, <laughs> that shitty ass movie. <laughs> well, anyways, look, Tom Hanks. I watched Saving Mr. Banks. When he plays, oh, that's when Walt Disney. Plays Walt I saw Disney. that in the movie theaters, but yeah. I saw it a that long movie, time ago. It's good. That movie is a story of how he got the writer of um, Mary Poppins to agree with him to let him do a movie because mm-hmm. Mary Poppins wasn't his character; it was a book that was written. I think it was two of them, and he loved the book. His kids loved the book, and he made a promise to his kids that he would make a movie. And by the time he was trying to make the movie, I think it was. It had to be 1960s. When did he yeah. die? When did Walt Disney die? I don't know when he died, but yeah, I seen that. What else did I watch? I don't know. What you a, already you know how I feel about Disney. <laughs> well, it's not that type of movie. I know it's not that type of movie. It's not but animated. I know. I know that. But You're like, just talking about Disney as a whole. As a person. I mean, yeah, as the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So obviously it had a big part to do with it. It's Disney World. Well, how do you feel about Disney? I'm sure our listeners don't know. Oh, I've said this before. Well, you if you had, had, yeah, it's well, just Disney's. Disney's. Again. I don't know. There's some. There's some weird history with Disney. 
There is. There is. He's he's a known or I don't know if he was a known, but it's like out there he's a known anti Semitic. So he don't like Jews. And if you like go look and take like a dive into like on YouTube. Right. And go type in like Walt Disney conspiracies and shit like that. It's just I don't know, it gets a little creepy. It gets a little creepy. Was he getting the ex- experimental on what type of creepy level are we talking? <sighs> Damn, I'm about to I'm about to take a dive into this thing real quick. I don't know. I don't know. It just it just it just it just we'll say that for another episode. Okay, it's just I don't know. All right. Well, I talked about a shit ton of movies. You got some movies you want to comment on? I don't know. Like that? I said, I was watching Clash of the. But I, see, like I put on like shit to go to sleep sometimes. Like sometimes if I can't sleep, I'll just put on a movie and like I'll put on like a movie or a show that I know is like I'm not gonna care about and yeah, just kind of like thing. fall asleep. It's usually like a seventy show or Family Guy. Yeah, fucking Family Guy. That's but Family Guy will keep me up sometimes because that shit gets funny as fuck, and I'll just keep on watch. I love Family Guy. Family Guy is probably probably one of the greatest shows ever. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's nothing. see. What have I watched lately? Man, I haven't even been watching movies. Fuck with Star Wars too. All of a sudden, I <laughs> Star the, Wars is the I shit. I watched a joint and a half because I almost watched all of Solo, but I didn't really like Solo all that much. It got boring for me at one point. I like Rogue One. Rogue One is probably my favorite one seen, out of the new ones. Is probably my favorite. I haven't seen Rogue One. Just the way that it. it ends, it's like wow. Like they Disney really did that shit. Like it was a suicide mission and everybody died. I was like, "Wow, well, <laughs> that was a twist, Disney." But hey, it was a, and it was a good movie. Damn, you gave it up for me, but oh, Last, fuck. Je- Last Jedi is good. I definitely well, now Last you know. Jedi. Um, but yeah, I like Star Wars. The old ones are like I don't really like just because. Not that they're not good movies. It's just I just I'm, I'm a spoiled brat when it comes to that shit. And I like yeah, I just like the weird. newer like I like yeah. it looks too bad for me. Yeah, like it looks fake. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> The the ones in the early two thousands, the ones that people don't really like, uh, Clone Wars is probably my favorite one. Revenge of the Sith. That that scene. It is. It is. But him and Luke, the Clone Wars. Luke, when him and Anakin fight. Obi Wan Kenobi and, and Anakin Skywalker. That is the epic fucking fight scene. And they fucking that is make an that epic nigga fight. Darth Vader. He nigga, did, oh up a man, that shit kind of that shit got me emotional a little bit at the end because it's like you watch him grow up as from a little Anakin Skywalker on Tatooine and mm-hmm. he's fucking riding those fucking whatever race vehicle things that they're doing and then he goes and fucking and he comes loses down. his arms and legs and burns oh, up and I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, that was some fucking powerful yeah. shit. I'm over here, little me. I'm like, oh my god, like what the yeah. fuck? That shit was fucking. That shit was powerful. I agree. The making of Darth Vader. Yeah. It was now crazy. we know why he's fucking. Why he breathes that hard? Why he breathes? <laughs> why he breathes that hard? Why he's fucking trying to destroy the world? <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine having all that. You're supposed to bring balance to the force. All that pressure. So you're pretty much supposed to bring peace to the universe. And you're that guy. You're the one. Which eventually, if you watch Star Wars, he ends up doing. But he goes through a fucking a life. He's fucking. He goes through a life, and then at the end, he kills fucking uh, Chancellor Palpatine. Throws him. He throws him. Fucking tosses him off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, you see Darth Vader's face, and it looks kind of weird. 
Yeah. It's fucked up. Star Wars is crazy. It's a crazy world. Full of drama. Full of action. It's fucked Lightsabers up, and It's shooters. fucked up. Well, let's, uh, let's blend two concepts or two, two things we talk about. What's your favorite hip-hop movie? My favorite hip-hop movie? Mm-hmm. We're talking about 8 Mile. We're talking about Get Rich or Die Trying. We could throw Belly in there. Uh, could we put Paid in Full? That's the thing. Uh, I haven't Full seen. Paid in Full is about an ultimate the, story, though, that every rapper talks about. If you're not talking about Rich Porter, Alpo, and you're from New York, come on. I haven't seen a lot of these, like, the older ones, though. That's the thing. All right. Well, Nate, I'm, I'm asking Ooh, you what you like. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. Keep on keep on naming some shit, and maybe it'll. Shit. Well, who else I got? I um, mean, Get Rich and Die Trying was good. It is a good movie. Eight Mile was hard. Eight Mile is probably my favorite. Eight From Mile, my childhood? Eight Mile was pretty good. It probably has to be Eight Mile. Oh, fucking Straight Outta Compton wasn't bad. Straight Outta Compton is a good movie. We can't put Boys in the Hood in there because Boys in the Hood is just Cube, who's a rapper playing. Somebody from the streets. It's not a rap movie, though. Yeah, I've never seen Boys but in the Hood. But it does correlate just as much as Paid in Full, Paid in Full would. So I've never seen Boys in I the Hood. I guess. You're fucking up. I haven't seen a lot of movies. I haven't, haven't seen, seen a, Boys in the I've Hood? I've never seen it. I've seen, you like... you seen Menace to Society? You uh, don't know who Old Dog is? Because. <laughs> <laughs> you got some catching up to Bro, do. Bro, I'm saying. I need to watch some movies. I need you to gotta start. you gotta watch some cult classics. I like, do, I do. You know what I'm saying? To just understand why they're cult classics, and decide whether you fuck with them or not. Paid in full, hard. Bally's a good movie. DMX is. It's. I mean, the the shock value of it. How hard DMX is in that shit is crazy. It's fucking. Let's start. I'll he start watching them. There. I need to start watching them. There. He had two bitches, but it was kind of like wow what they did. Cause his, I know, but his side bitch. His side bitch was young, right? She was underage. Yikes. And she would only suck his dick. <laughs> she literally said that. She literally answered the phone uh, for his main girl while I was sucking his dick. Damn. That's <laughs> and some grimy shit. Yeah. Grimy shit. And his girl would trip, Keisha. He would come back to the crib, tear it up, and she would shut the fuck up. It's a hard movie. Damn. I have never seen it. Yeah. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. You don't know what... Uh, you never seen Paid in Full either? I've never yeah, seen Paid it. Paid in Full is about some hustlers from Harlem that were like the shit. <laughs> and then they fuck each other up. It's a crazy movie. Damn. Yeah, I need to catch up. Just Dame on Dash my, did it. Jay-Z and them. On all movies. I was Rockefeller that did that. And when did that come out? 04, 02? See, because like, I've heard of all these movies. I just, I've just never seen them. Yeah, Cameron's in it. Oh shit! Um, I forget that nigga's name. Something. Oh yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer's in it. Mackay Pfeiffer. Something Wood or something Woody. Wood Harris. Something like that. I forgot. I think that's his name. He plays Ace though. Mackay Pfeiffer plays Mitch. Money making Mitch. And Cameron plays, uh, damn, Rico. Rico was the wild one. Rico, Rico was the one who had no control. Ace was the smart one. 
Mitch couldn't leave the game alone. <laughs> I'm being real with you. That's a lot of hustle. A lot of hustle. Yeah, that shit he said there. But if fucking. I retire, they still going people still going to remember me? You know, his little speech. Yeah. Damn. All them cuts is from the movie. Yeah. Puff even said, because, you know, Puff tried to hate on the shit in the beginning when it first came out because Jay and them put it out. Yeah, because they were competitors. They at were that competitors time. at that time. Like, they fucked with each other, yeah. but. There was a time period where, like, yeah, they, they, had res- they, had, they had respect, but exactly when you see some, when there's only the two people things. at that height, you know, you're only competing against so many people, exactly. And they were that was they were each other's competitor, exactly. But 2015, Puff, like, felt like he embodied money making Mitch, that's how it correlated to the music. He said, like, What if I rewrote the story and Mitch survives? And he's still the man, he's the man forever. That's what Puff's like trying to represent in that. That's why he uses those album cuts too. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. It makes sense. It definitely makes sense. If you watch the movie, you'll get it. If money, if Mitch won forever, he was the man. Like you know the scene they talk about when he comes in the club. Everybody knew Mitch. Yeah. If you've seen the movie, you know I completely talking about. But it's a part where every he, day, ooh, and then the way Pusha T comes onto that yeah. shit, ooh, that shit's that, tough. Everybody had love for Mitch. Yeah. That shit. But the scene in the movie is him in the club and like everybody fucking with him. You know, he's getting love from everybody, looking smooth. He got yeah. the leather on, and then he comes home and like that's the like fucked up part of the movie, like the juxtaposition. Like mm-hmm. he's the man. He he got all the money, he got all the jewelry, blah blah blah. When he come home, like he come home to his mom's spot, take his shit off. He sees a nigga that's fucking with his mom that he don't fuck with because he's a bad nigga. Over there fucking with his mom And he's still dealing with that Yeah But he's still the man At the same time So it's a weird thing Uncle Ice You gotta watch it though I can't I feel like I'm oh, giving up the well whole movie we might as well watch it together We might as well We got this big ass TV out here Honestly Yeah that's but. a classic I have to finish Belly I didn't watch The end of Belly Like I haven't finished Belly So I can't completely talk about I've it I've never heard of Belly I don't know that But the opening scene When they walk into the club And they got the white eyes on The way fucking Hype Williams does that shit. It's literally a music video. Shit is hard. Nas, DMX. When did this come out? Early 2000s. Yeah. Wow. So, all that, <laughs> all that to say, what is your favorite? If you had to pick one from your childhood, I'm, I'm not picking any of them. I don't them. have any from I my I probably would have to pick 8 Mile. That's all you. I, don't, I need to go back and watch them and then I well, can Have you pick. seen 8 Mile I have seen 8 Mile. Have you seen I've Get Rich seen, or Die Trying? Yeah, I have. Okay, well, what's your favorite? Which one do you like better out of those two? I like Get Rich or Die Trying. I like Get Rich or Die Trying, too. It's a good one. But those those rap battles, so legendary in 8 Mile. Like, And the characters are a little bit more memorable It in might be like too. one time a year. Yeah. <laughs> the characters B-Rabbit, are B-Rabbit. <laughs> fucking Cheddar Cheese. Uh, Future. Cheddar Bob. <laughs> Cheddar uh, Bob, like... Yeah, you're right. They are a little bit more memorable, but I just like I don't know. I I like Fifty Cent, like career better. I guess like I like his come up more than I do Eminem's. So, but I guess as far as like Eminem had the better career. I like, but I like the I like I don't know Fifty Cent story to me is just. Oh yeah, Fifty Cent story. So I mean, how can like that is how that's just unfortunately for Fifty Cent. I feel like that's all he had to offer. At yeah. a certain point. Yeah. That helped him a lot though. I mean, really do much. But that gave but that was I mean, but think about that. 
think about his when impact 50, was it so was big, crazy like the it was, it was short and it like that's the one thing about it that's the one knock on it but like yeah. what he did in that amount of time it's amazing that shit had like the business moves you've never seen too we, though we still haven't seen anything like that right but the business moves he did too yeah were remarkable because he's fucking he's good vitamin now. water shit yeah like, he became a boss early Mm-hmm. He knew about ownership and all that early. Mm-hmm. He knew how to use rap as a platform early, like Jay and Puff were doing. But they had yeah. been in, in it since 96 and 94. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. He became a boss quick in that time span. He knew how to segue that shit for more money. And then became a great actor and a great producer and a great, you know what I'm saying? Just a He's great still business a boss, man. Just a great business But the music man. part, you know. That shit only... was, yeah. I'm just, yeah, that just on that, like, alone, just the type of impact that had on, like, his run. I don't know. Like, he just had so many hits in, what, like, a three-year span? Yeah. Where he was, like, really, like, where he was just Those super Those first two high. albums were crazy. He had, he had a good four or five-year block where he just, he, he took up a lot of real estate. It might have been six months where he wasn't talked about if... He if was that. that. He was a fucking man. Because his first album ran for two years. It had to have like, at that time period, like it made the, rappers were dropping every two years, three. Years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you had that much time in between. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be as relevant as you are now. Yeah, because now, now it's microwave. Microwave. You want yes, that sir. shit now, 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 now. <laughs> the consumers want it at such a high rate that yeah. as artists, you have to put it out at a high rate, or somebody else will, and you've but forgotten about. I feel like that's a, a why you hear like a lot of uh, artists work together. You see a lot more artists work together and like that's c- true. C- like cross because they have to pollination, survive. however the fuck you want to call it, like genres mixing and shit like that. Because it's like especially that Spanish shit and hip hop. You have to now. You have that to. You got no choice. Here. If you want to, if you really, if that's what you really want to do and you want to make it, you got to fucking be constantly working with other people and fucking. And the find- BDM niggas is making big Spanish mm-hmm. hits too. Yeah, that Taki Taki. That's fucking. That's on DJ Snake's album. It's his song. He's got another joint too. That's a big Spanish hit, but. Bro, to the point that you just made, yeah, that cross pollination is. It's heavy. They're making some good joints too. Nah, Not only with hip hop, Spanish music, yeah. or you it's kind of hard sing- to tell what's what now. That's true. Well, rap is the number. Hip hop is the number one genre. It is pop music. But wants the to thing, sound like the that. thing from the your Ariana Grande's who go more hip hop ish to Taylor Swift who. They find the, they, see, they but a bounce to their they're shit still, to but they're still, and I, I agree, I agree with you, but there's also like you know artists but because you, you get rap artists too trying to sound pop so it's like it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to say that there's you know i agree but they always chase that in the beginning what i'm trying to say is you never really had the pop artists or the rock artists or the spanish artists trying to add hip-hop shit it was usually hip-hop trying to cross over and add that shit to their yeah because they were thing. they're they're the newer exactly. thing so they had i mean to say. that's their take. and now hip-hop is that thing so everybody yeah. has to pull from them the, so it's just it's hard it's, it is hip-hop hard with hip-hop because that, like that. it, it, that's the thing like it is hard to like because they, they do take a lot of inspiration from like jazz music and rock music right. and like shit that came before them Blues, so like disco, you gotta you gotta understand that as a, if you like really enjoy like hip-hop music it's like you gotta look beyond like you know kind of like where it is now and see where it came from as far as like the sound and shit because a lot of people like so like 
for example, someone who like for a casual hip hop listener that listens to like the top forty hip hop shit, like they're not the when they they can't get past the lyrics sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you got if you like for well, if you're not in tune with what the artist is talking exactly, about, you're not going to be able to understand exactly. and digest it. So I agree with you. If you're talking about just the mass fan mm-hmm. who's just hearing it on the radio, yeah, but I think it's more about the melody now. Hip hop has more melody than ever. Rap has more melody than ever. So it's more appealing. But that's to the taken, mass but because that's taken from pop, though. You know what I'm saying? Like hip hop has done a good job of taking the best things from each genre of music that came before them and kind of making it their own, adding their flavor to. It. You know what I'm saying? Right. I agree. Because if you, like I said, if you really go back and listen to it, like, and you listen to samples and a lot of the samples and shit like that, like, you can hear, like, a lot of influence from a lot of different, like, types of fucking, uh, you told me this fucking, uh, shit on World when Travis Scott had John Mayer playing the guitar on, uh, what was it, Skeleton? John Mayer, John Mayer's the shit. I don't think it's on Skeleton. Uh, Wake Up? Uh-uh. I don't want to wake up. He- Stop trying to be God, I think. No, no, bro. I think it's on uh, Astro Thunder. That's John Mayer on Astro. Oh fuck! I'm, I'm pretty sure. And then, well, that's what I'm saying though. Like you get but, people across. Like they got, they pull the best from each. I'm trying to be God. He's got Stevie Wonder. That's what I'm saying. And he's like, got J- James Blake at the end mm-hmm. with that nice singing outro. It's just being able to, and I'm not. And that's not a knock on anything. Like I, I admire that as far as like being able to adapt and take, you know, the best of what right. each thing has been successful. Like as far as like type of music right. has been before you, and taking the best of it and being able to blend it and make it your own. I think that's right. I mean, that as far as like music, hip hop and rap is the most accepted that it's ever been. And oh, definitely for sure. For every sure, kid, every kid wants to be like. Those type of artists, for rappers sure. are the new ra- but ra- that, rock stars, and that kind of makes sense. And to hip hop like, is the new rock and roll, for sure. It just is definitely, what it is. definitely. From style to sound, all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. And now cunt, they taking shit from country music country too. too. That's just funny as yeah. fuck. Lil Nas X came and swiped that shit up. <laughs> yeah, he said, funny. "Fuck that country. We going this way." <laughs> Y'all ain't got no choice. And they was mad, too. They was like, no. Uh, That's hilarious. We won't let them have it. But they couldn't hold that shit. That shit blew up. That shit blew up. Oh, my God. Longest number one ever. That's crazy. What is it now? 17 weeks? 18 weeks? The internet is insane. Damn. Little kids love that shit. Little kids love that shit. They do. But the power of the internet, like, how close it makes everybody, like, how easy access it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's consumed at such a fast rate. If everybody loves your shit, boom! I can't. Everybody's have it gonna hear about it. Like you know, what I'm saying it's whenever, whenever, however, at easily. any point in time, home, at work, wherever <laughs> you are, shit's gonna be on your hip. Oh shit! That shit did fucking spread like a fucking virus. Everybody, I got the horses in the bag. Social media. That shit has how many remixes now? <laughs> Social media, but look, that's a that's a gift and a curse. That's the scary thing about mm-hmm. that. Man, you have a moment that big. Imagine, imagine how he's feeling. Have, imagine you have another one. I know that's what everybody can you make another me? joint yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying that's Maybe what the he's thing just is about to eat off of this thing. going viral. Oh, he's eating. He better be. Oh, mm, no. he's being fucked over. But um, that's Damn, the thing though. Suck. Some artists, when you go viral, like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you got a moment. That's all it was. It was, it was 15 minutes of like hot space. And that's it. Damn. 
some people can, you know, sustain. That's the world we live in now. But then you have artists like Drake who are super established and still have big social media moments. Sway Lee had a moment like that too. Well, me and Eric cannot completely figure out our favorite hip-hop movie, um, but obviously we have opinions on a lot of them, and I described some of them, so um, listeners, you definitely should go check out some of those movies. And I need to go check out some honestly, of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll come back and we'll all talk about it. We love your input, what you think your favorite hip-hop movie is, and um, yeah, we'll definitely try and discuss that next time. Anytime. You got anything uh, to tell them on that? Um, no, I need to start watching more movies. That's what I got out of this. And uh, Drake is just doing his fucking thing all the time, every yep. day, not giving a fuck. Yes. But yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're excited for new music coming out. We're obviously excited for the new shit that we've been hearing, the Drake shit. And we hope we gave you guys a good. Um, Representation of what we've been tuning into, movies and music-wise. For sure. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get with you guys on the next one. Yeah, so again, you know, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube. And uh, give us a follow on Instagram at No Hangover Podcast. Um, That's where we check the most, so... Uh, leave your comments. I mean, on any platform, leave your comments. You know, rate us, blah blah, all that good stuff. But uh, hashtag all that good stuff. Yeah. Episode. But, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, you good. But uh, yeah, you know, like Jordan said, we appreciate we appreciate any input, any outside uh, you know, information, not information, any outside. What's the word I'm looking for? Input. Input. I guess. Yeah. Any outside input. Opinions. We appreciate opinions. There you go. Maybe yeah. that's what. It, yeah. But so, anything we appreciate it. So yeah, episode seventeen. Make sure you check out our um, playlist that we've been putting out. We're trying to do definitely. those weekly. We've been putting them on Spotify, correct? Yeah. So yeah, definitely a vibe. Um, we've put out two of them now. Yes, sir. Yeah, we put out two of them. So um, if you haven't checked those out, definitely go check them out. We're going to continue to put those compilations or playlists of music, I should say, together. And uh, yeah, let us know your opinions and comments on those too. For sure, and it's gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna start uh putting them up on uh apple music here in the next coming week so look out for that too we'll give you we'll keep you guys updated on when that comes out so yes again yes sir. leave your leave your comments leave your questions leave your concerns any ideas any thoughts anything like that on any of our platforms and uh we'll get to them and we appreciate that shit yes sir thank you guys love <laughs>